Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the HR Sessions podcast. Um, Sydney and Holly here. We are super excited to be back for season three. Um, I think I can speak for Holly when we did not think there would be even a season two or three or just even seasons in general. I mean, that feels kind of fancy for a podcast. So we're doing good. But um, <laughs> so yeah, season three, we're kind of changing it up a little bit. Holly and I are busy girls. Um busy women working full-time jobs and it's just a little difficult to you know record as much as we used to um so what we're planning to do is so we used to do weekly episodes we're now going to do bi-weekly so every other week you'll get a um, new episode from us and how we're going to do it is we'll have a personal episode so just me and holly um we really like um recording these and just like talking amongst us um and then we'll have a guest and then back to personal you know and so forth um Another big change is that we got rid of our LinkedIn page. So um, if you're seeing this, you probably just saw it from our own personal page. So just make sure you're connected with us to stay up to date with the episodes. Um, I think that's it. Anything else to add, Holly? No, no. Um, I'm, we're excited to be back and um, <laughs> ready for season three. Woo, yes. And yeah, like I said, lots of big changes um we're gonna first go through um job updates talk about how holly's just been killing it at her her job since december it's been a long time and i had an interesting few jobs these last few months as well and then we'll go into um just some tips for either just you know a recent grad getting their first job or just anyone really getting like their first kind of full-time corporate job and yeah that's what we have for today but Holly, do you want to kind of take us through just what you've been up to these last, I don't even know when the last episode has been, like five months or something like that? Mm-hmm. What have you been doing? <laughs> no, I know. It seems like a long time. Um, yeah. So, no, like Cindy said, um, I had joined the company in January and so about eight months in and I started out as an HR coordinator and, and now um, in an HR generalist role. Ooh, so- that's, fancy. <laughs> that's fancy, Holly. Like, I feel like you are like already like five years into your career like with that job title Mm -hmm. like that seems so like kind of mid-level so that's exciting no no, it is exciting because um like you said like I have learned a lot um basically our company is going through our peak season in the summer Mm -hmm. so um it has been so busy and I have literally learned so much in just a couple of months so it's going really good um so yeah just learning a lot of stuff and um I know it's crazy. I'm coming up on my one year. So, oh my gosh, that's so cool. That's really yes. exciting. Um, even to stay at a company for, I mean, because people like you know they job hop mm-hmm. so much. So to even be at a company, you know, mm-hmm. for one year is exciting. I know. I it, it, I think this was like the perfect um, job right out of college. It was definitely an entry level role and. Um, there were a lot of like transitions in the company Mm -hmm. just in a couple months, especially like during the peak season. So I've had Mm -hmm. to, um, kind of step in some roles I haven't, um, previously, or I guess wasn't planned. Um, but honestly Mm -hmm. it is, um, taught me a lot. So, um, it's going well. What about you, Sydney? What's going on? Oh gosh. Lots, lots, (laughs) lots of big changes. Um, let me go all the way back to the beginning of the year, or I guess like in March or whatever. Um, and I'll try to make this quick, but, um, so, you know, I was looking, I've been looking for a job since last year, September. I'm sure I talked about it on their podcast, just, you know, 
how stressful it can be, especially when everyone else is getting jobs. And I'm like, you know, I have all this experience. Like, why do I not have a job? What am I doing wrong? But everything happens for a reason, mm-hmm. as Holly and I love to say. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I was just about to say. <laughs> yes, yes. And it worked out perfectly. Um, definitely like a weird kind of non-linear path. But basically, you know, in March, obviously like still looking for jobs. Um, I attended the Indie Sherm Student Conference, and which is always given me so many fabulous opportunities. And the keynote speaker actually had, has her own recruiting firm. And she reached out to me on LinkedIn. There was um, a small startup looking for someone to take over for their business operation manager's maternity leave. Um, Her role is like, I mean, she's basically like the HR admin office management kind of combo. And so, yeah, I, I interviewed with them. I'm doing little air quotes. Nobody can see, but it was more like <laughs> casual, like, you know, conversations, conversations, which is nice. Um, and yeah, so I ended up with that role. I started in March. My job title was HR associate, and that was for a company called Anvil. Um, when I started there, they had nine employees, including me. And when I left, they had 12, which was pretty cool because Uh, HR, you know, like I helped to recruit, I onboarded them, like what a fabulous experience. So I was doing that part-time in school and then throughout summer. And I just ended that um, early August. And yeah, I love the people at Anvil. They're incredible. So nice. And I really was exposed to, you know, a lot of the business because it's like, it's such a small company. So I'm kind of, am in, you know, everyone's business all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, So yeah, I love them. And so they're a part of, so they're a portfolio company for the venture capitalist um, called High Alpha. And so, yeah, there's a ton of different portfolio companies within, the, within them. And I knew I wanted to stay in the High Alpha family because, you know, the roles are, you know, remote or like hybrid if you're in the area, great benefits, pay, you know, all that stuff. Um, and I wanted to be in the tech industry as well. And Sorry, I will speed it along because I could talk for hours about this. <laughs> but basically, I um, I saw that High Alpha Innovation, which was a portfolio company of High Alpha, um, and just to explain, High Alpha Innovation they partner with other companies and universities to launch startups, which is like so cool. Um, so they had a talent coordinator role, and that was posted when I was still working at Anvil, and I ended up working part time as a contractor both Anvil and High Alpha Innovation. And at Innovation, I was a talent coordinator. And um, when I ended with Anvil part-time, I started High Alpha Innovation full-time. And so, yeah, so I've been there for a month as a talent coordinator. And it's so fantastic. I mean, they're another, it's funny, they're a startup that launches startups, which is like weird and super complex. But um, it's like 27 people, including me, so still really small small HR team. So big impact. Um, and yeah, I'm just really happy about it. Um, I love the people Mm -hmm. there a lot and my supervisor, Amanda, shout out to her. I love her. Like she really trusts me and allows me to manage a lot of like the talent processes, um, which is really nice. Um, but yeah, I think that's, I could probably talk (laughs) on and on and on, but basically love my job. Super happy. Oh, and I didn't say like, I'm working remotely but from Chicago. So I work, I work in Illinois now, which is weird. I live in Illinois now, which I, mm-hmm. I keep forgetting, but, um, I mean, Holly already knows this, but for every, if anyone cares about my life, and relationship, <laughs> my, my boyfriend has a job here. So that's why 
I'm in Chicago. So yeah, life is a lot different since last time. A lot better. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Boss moves. Um, But yeah, I think that's all um, I got. But I mean, really, I think Holly and I can both say like, thank you so much to everyone that's like, even listened to our podcast or been on our podcast. You all are definitely like, part of our career journey and have helped us, you know, have led us to these roles we're in now. So definitely grateful mm-hmm. for all that. Um, but yeah, that, that's all I got. Holly, do you want to move on to kind of our, our tips for yeah. um, a new job? Oh so. yeah. I'm excited. I know this is fun. I like giving advice, even if it's like <laughs> unsolicited, like, I don't know if people mm-hmm. want this, but I think it's helpful and you know, as we've both obviously like recently started jobs. So, I mean, this is like directly from the source. So like you can trust us to, to know these things. Um, but yeah, so we have 12 total. Um, Holly and I will take turns. Um, well, I guess I have the first six and then Holly will go through the second six. Um, but yeah, so tip number one is to schedule one-on-ones, you know, get to know the people you're working with. Um, at my company, you know, being everyone pretty much being remote, you know, you're not going to have that kind of informal conversation. So it's super important that you just schedule those on your own. Um, when you start, I mean, you should have one-on-ones like with your manager and your team, but like in HR, especially if you're like recruiting, it's so important to understand the different departments. So, you know, find maybe someone your age in the other apartment or just someone you look up to, you know, just have a convo in each department if you can. Um, even just 30 minutes can really help. And it also solidifies, you know, the relationship between HR and that department, which sometimes can be, you know, you know, people don't trust HR sometimes. <laughs> so like, I'm a nice person, like you, I'm cool. Like you can come to me if anything and, you know, just get that, get that started with that conversation. Um, tip number two, um, just about organization, you know, um, organize your calendar, email, um, when I started my job, I got a MacBook, which I love my MacBook. <laughs> By the way, I hated it at first. And I was like, I want my PC back, you know, but MacBook's so much better. So I'm on their side now. But, um, you know, just bookmarking, you know, the things that I need, um, setting up my signature in my email, putting blocks on my calendar, just little stuff like that. You spend like 30 minutes, an hour on it, it's going to make your life a lot easier. And try to do that when you're like onboarding and when you don't have like a million things to Tip number three is get paperwork out of the way. Um, maybe this is just me, but I like just don't understand benefits. Like, I mean, Holly, we, we didn't have a class about it. So like, I just don't know things. Um, what was your experience with that? I mean, you had a benefits internship, so maybe you knew more about me, knew more than me. So, maybe. <laughs> so that is, um, that is funny you say that because I was <laughs> um, actually in the total rewards department and mm-hmm. um, yes, you're like you said, had no idea. I'm um, still coming out of that yeah. um, <laughs> exactly how benefits <laughs> work because I know that, um, you know, just the basic like terminology um, is pretty straightforward across the board, but every mm-hmm. company has different benefits and stuff. So I think there was one class in SPIA about it, but otherwise, um, like you said, it, I was learning along the way too. So, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And I was like, when I started, I was like, I'm like, mom, can you look at this? Like, are your benefits, <laughs> are your benefits better? Should I stay on yours or mm-hmm. should I have new ones? And, you know, that's important to think about when you start a new job, like, um, Sam, my boyfriend, like his parents didn't have the best benefits. So it made sense for him just to go on his, you know, own insurance and everything. So, um, Honestly, like get 
get your parents on your calendar, like call your parents up <laughs> to talk about benefits, talk about all, you know, your tax information, all that stuff. Um, unless you're like a genius that knows everything. Um, but I am not and I needed their help. So um, yeah, anything else to add with those first three, Holly? Um, the the other thing that I was going to point out too, um, so with the very first tip, um, with the one-on-one, so, um, obviously before this job, I really didn't have a, um, true like one-on-one and, Mm -hmm. um, I didn't know exactly what to say or what to bring or who was going to start the conversation. Um, but when you're, (laughs) but when you're like first coming into a company, I feel like, um, the most important thing is to just set like a foundation of um, getting to know each other. So mm-hmm. not exactly jumping right into like, okay, like what are my responsibilities? Like, what do you expect out of me? It's just like, okay, so like, where'd you come from? What's your experience? What things do you know? What things do you not know? Um, I think that's most important, especially when you're talking to either your managers or just leaders um, that you work with closely. So Mm-hmm. Even bringing like a resume or something, just getting an idea of, um, yeah, exactly. Just like the background and experience. So, yeah, for sure. And one more thing I'll add before I move on is that like, if you talk to someone and you just really get along with them, like there's a girl named Ashley at Anvil, literally two weeks older than me. Like, actually it was <laughs> like, it was so fun. Um, I talked to her and like, we just got along, you know, like makes sense for the same age, whatever. And I was like, this is fun. Like, should we just set up, you know, recurring one-on-ones? And we still do one-on-ones. Like, she's on my calendar now because I just, like, she's my friend and I love talking to her. So don't be afraid to, like, put in, like, socialization into your mm-hmm. calendar. Mm-hmm. This is oh, this yeah. is mostly for, like, remote people. But also, if, you know, in person, maybe people are super busy and you have to put it on their calendar. I don't know. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, don't be afraid to just get it on the calendar. Um, I feel like I use my calendar a lot now. Um even for like FaceTiming friends or just even this podcast, I'm like, get it on the calendar, send mm-hmm. me a calendar invite or I'll, mm-hmm. I'll probably forget. So yep. Yep. 100%. <laughs> okay. Next tip. Um, go over expectations and goals with your manager. Um, and this doesn't have to be like right away, right away. Like you can have that one-on-one just to get to know them or whatever. But um, I would tell them or would ask them kind of, you know, what do you see me doing in, you know, 30, 60, 90 days? And they don't have to have it exactly, like, out there, you know, but they should have an idea at least of, like, you know, what processes you should be, like, taking over. Like, I feel like for my job, it was kind of, like, my supervisor, Amanda, super busy. Like, I was the second, like, HR person there. So she was doing everything. So for me, it was kind of, like, her just being, like, you take over onboarding, you know, get this off my plate, please. So busy. And I was more than happy to do that. But um, yeah, you definitely want to set those early and understand kind of like the scope of your role. And then also setting goals too is important, like what you want out of this job. Um, But again, not all of this has to be right away, but at some point you should be, you know, setting some goals and everything. Next tip, take lots of notes. Um, Maybe this is like self maybe everyone just already does that already but I am forgetful and I find it really helpful to take lots of notes especially throughout onboarding um because there'll be I mean I'm sure there's going to be organizations where you come in not knowing anything really about the company or what they do um if high alpha innovation like their whole like launching businesses that whole process super confusing um but it helps you know I I could look back at my notes and be like, oh, this is clicking now. You know, this makes sense. Um, 
So yeah, get out your pen and paper, type on your laptop. You should just be taking notes. Tip number six, get a mentor outside of your organization. Um, I guess I should say get one inside your organization as well. Even if it's just like your supervisor or maybe it's someone from another department you can talk to. You should just have someone to confide in. Um, but I think getting someone outside is super important because like if I need to vent or get an outside perspective, it's super helpful. Um, my mentor, Anthony, ha- has helped me out so much. Um, especially when like other people are busy, I can send him a Slack and like, he's got me in like 10 minutes. Um, and so again, that's another reoccurring, um, meeting, which, um, I don't know, it's just nice. He's like my friend now, but he still helps me with a lot of HR stuff. Um, and yeah, he became my mentor from Indie HR Professionals Facebook group, the best place to, (laughs) for anything (laughs) HR. It always hooks me up. Um, so, so if people are not in the Facebook group now, like, I don't know what they're mm-hmm. doing. Like, like <laughs> I will continue talking about it forever. Like, uh-huh. I don't even live in India anymore, but I'm like, you know, join that group. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. okay. Those are my six tips. You want to go ahead with yours, Holly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll start with um, tip number seven. So um, everything that Sydney said um, is very, uh, very helpful. Um, these are things that I learned even like an internship that I still take into, um, my first career. So, uh, mine, some of them are a little specific, um, but again, still super important. So the first one I put, um, so just ask a ton of questions, not only about your role and others roles, um, but about how the company as a whole operates, because, um, I'm kind of thinking as someone in HR, um, you generally know um, a lot of different things. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. like, for example, when Cindy was talking about onboarding, um, new hires are going to ask you questions about the company. It's nice to know about the benefits and the pay and different HR stuff. Um, But they're also going to want to know about the operations, how it works, um, what exactly they're getting themselves into. So Mm -hmm. I think it's super important to know um, just how the company works. I think it can make you um, a better employee as a whole. And also it's really important to know um, other people's roles outside of just yours. So for me um, and Sydney being in HR, um, it's really nice to know, like even if someone in finance or accounting or IT, whoever it may be, it's just nice to know generally what they do um, Mm -hmm. and that you're going out of your way to meet your peers because if someone comes to you with a question um, that you can't answer, you at least know who to uh, refer to um, in the company if you can't answer it yourself. So that is the first mm-hmm. tip for me. Um, the second one. Um, so when you bring an issue or a situation to another leader, um, I always think it's smart to provide a suggestion or a resolution. Um, so there are a lot of things that I am still learning. Um, and so not always do I know an answer. So if I have a question for a leader and I'm saying, you know, can you guide me on how to exactly like go through this process? That's a whole different thing. But Mm-hmm. If you if you come to a leader and say, you know, this person has this problem, like, may I suggest, like, would this be the right route to take? Um, I think it just shows, um, like, you growing professionally um, and just kind of thinking ahead of situations. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think it's always nice to just say, hey, you know, this person's having this issue. Do you think, like, this would be the answer? If not, well, now you just learned a whole new process mm-hmm. or... 
you know, something else. So I think that um, it's always nice to at least just come in with um, a backup plan or, you know, somewhat of a solution to kind of guide the process. It just shows you growing as a leader. Um, and then um, tip number nine. So um, <laughs> in your emails, um, they can get pretty wordy. Um, I know for me, I sometimes catch myself typing literally whole books, um, to people and I'm like, wait, I can just really shorten this. Um, but I think putting the action or answer you want in your first sentence is huge. Um, and not to say that people are too busy for you, but I think if you just put exactly what you're looking for right in the first, um, like plain side of you in your email, um, it will direct the next, um, point of your email in the direction that it should go so mm-hmm. you know um hey you know I'm looking for this answer can you please help me and then kind of explain the situation below um I think last time <laughs> we were recording this I said I got this <laughs> from a TikTok but it's so true <laughs> like I I think it's very helpful to just state the point or the answer that you're looking for right away and then kind of explain more of the details below so um Mm-hmm. I don't know. People are, are busy. People are busy. Like they're not going to want to yes. read a whole lengthy email mm-hmm. type of thing. So if you can mm-hmm. get like, yeah, what the problem is, what you mm-hmm. need help with, deadline, like get that in that first um, sentence. I think that's mm-hmm. great. And like, sorry, just to add a little bit onto that. Um, yeah. Be aware too of like how people like to communicate, you know, like, so some people, if you, if it's like a big project, you really need to lay it all down, email's best. If it's a quick little favor, like just Slack or Microsoft team, you know, whatever people have at their workplace, um, just be, you know, aware of that. Maybe it's super informal. Maybe you can just text, you know, your boss, call them, you know, um, that's something important too. When you're talking to your manager, if you hate, like when you're working remotely, just getting like a random phone call or something like that, or, you know, just set, lay that out as well. Um, and that can be be helpful. Mm-hmm. No, Sydney, that's actually a great point. I didn't even okay. think to put down because um, so we use Teams, and mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of people who would prefer Teams, and I can get a quicker answer that way. Um, yeah. And then there's some people who email, and some who prefer just a phone call. So um, I hate I email. It's think- the worst <laughs> for me. I hate it. I don't I want anything in my inbox. <laughs> no, it's so funny. Sometimes I have emails come through and the um, subject is completely in the header of the email with no body. So I'm just like, oh. <laughs> like, um, I so feel I like there's this... another solution for that. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's like, okay, so I know this needs a um, an answer right away. Um, but yeah, no, I think that's good just to, to set the um, uh, communication to say mm-hmm. what works best. So no, that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> So, okay. So my last three here. So tip number 10. So, um, I just put observe. And what I mean by that is, um, maybe this is just a personal tip. I think this may be helpful for others too, but, um, if you just look at the way, um, either the other people in your company, how they resolve situations, or maybe it's just your direct boss. Um, I think observing how people handle situations, how people communicate, or answer questions um, is the biggest way that I've learned. So you can sit through trainings and they can guide you through different processes and situations. But I think if I sit there and actually see um, them hands-on resolve a solution, it's like, okay, so I know to do that from now on. So for example, if some someone comes up and I don't know, has a benefits question and um, we can pull something from their file and I see, you know, my coworker, um, you know, resolve that situation. I know 
know um, without having to ask and, you know, take up any time for training, just take over and, um, and know how to, you know, resolve that. So mm-hmm. that's, that was my other tip as well. Just um, always observe and um, just try to shadow as much as possible, especially in your first couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then next tip. Um, so I would just always um, come into work um, never thinking that anything isn't your job. And what I mean by that is, um, if someone were to, were to ask for anything, um, I know we had mentioned earlier, just getting to know people in your company, what they do. Um, but if you don't know the answer, um, I think it's very helpful, especially in HR, just to know, um, where you can get that answer from. Um, so a lot of people have asked me like technology questions <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, you lost me there. I have no idea what to do. Um, mm-hmm. but I know that, um, this person, this person work in it, I've had them solve this issue in the past. So, um, I'm just going to go ahead and refer you to them. It mm-hmm. just helps so many people in the process. And, um, again, I'm kind of thinking more like HR minded, but, um, the more you can help someone get to, um, a resource is what HR is all about. So, yeah. And just to add really fast, I yeah. completely agree. Like HR is here to answer questions. And like, honestly, like I, you shouldn't find it like annoying when people ask you questions, I would take it as like a compliment, you know, like they trust you and mm-hmm. like go to you. Cause like, I remember when I first started, like they would ask me super specific, like HR questions. And I'm like, I am not like, I did not even learn that yet. Like I'm not to that point, but like, thank you for trusting me in my role as a talent coordinator. Like mm-hmm. so early on, like they almost forget too that I'm 22 and it's my first job, mm-hmm. which can mm-hmm. be stressful sometimes. I'm like, why do I have to do this? I, I've never <laughs> done this before. But also it's like, Oh, like, you know, thank you. That's like a compliment. Cause like remember at Anvil, like I had to do, I was the only HR person, you know, so I was like, I can't believe I'm like doing this work, but like, you know, it pushes uh-huh. you, it, it makes you grow. So, uh-huh. no, I mean, a hundred percent there, like I'll watch my, um, coworker, he's a recruiter and they'll come up and ask him something that is just like completely out of like the HR realm, but mm-hmm. he immediately just finds a way to get them an answer. And, um, like you said, it does, it is kind of a compliment. It's like, okay, yes. Yeah. So they, they know that we can get them an answer in a quick manner. I think that means a lot to um, employees. Mm-hmm. That's what I uh, have for that tip. And then the very last tip, uh, number 12. Um, so I think it's important to take personality tests um, and find your strengths and weaknesses. So mm-hmm. when you come into your one-on-ones, that can uh, very much help guide the conversation of how you're doing in your role. Um, cause you can kind of assess those skills and like, see what you can work on. Um, I know for me, uh, my first couple one-on-ones, I was very lost and I would just say, so like, how am I doing? <laughs> and it was just so vague that, um, we couldn't really hone into what things I was like excelling in, what things I mm-hmm. can work on. Um, so I think that, I mean, especially with our roles, like, what we're just saying now we're dealing with a lot of things even out of outside of like our day-to-day responsibilities like there's a lot of things that we're like having to generally know so I think it's important to know where your strengths and weaknesses are and honestly find a lot of that out through um 
personality tests. And then that Mm -hmm. can also help you learn how to work uh, within a team. So for me, I know that I am someone who um, wants to come to a meeting, uh, starting off ready to get to the point. (laughs) I want the answers Mm -hmm. quickly. Um, (laughs) But if I get on a call with one of my coworkers who, you know, kind of wants to have more of those casual conversations and um, I don't know, just have that like personal piece to it. Um, I just need to learn how to kind of communicate um, within the HR team. So mm-hmm. I, I think that personality test, like, can, like, okay, why am I doing this? But mm-hmm. I think it can actually be very helpful um, with communication. I agree. And like, also, I know these are like, new job tips too. But like, take these before you even like, have a job, take these in college. Um, they'll ask you in interviews in my Again, not really to interview, my conversation with my now supervisor, Amanda, um, she asked me um, about, you know, if I've taken different assessments. And we found that it's really weird, actually. (laughs) Maybe this isn't a good story to tell about it, but (laughs) it is important to talk through your results and really have a good understanding because I don't think I had a good understanding of myself because so she needed she's very spontaneous and like not detail oriented. And I was like, I'm exactly the same way. Like, that's what my assessment told me. And then I was like, oh, no, I'm not going to get the job because we're exactly the same. And she needs somebody that's detail oriented. And then I got it. And I was like, praise God, you know, whatever. And then I'm in the role. And then I'm like, wait, I actually am really detail oriented. So um, I'll say yes, love um, personality tests, but also like, I don't know, keep taking them, you know, Mm -hmm. you change and evolve and also take them with a grain of salt too. You know, they're not going to be you know, 100% accurate. There's no way. And it's also up to you. Like, I I guess I wasn't very self-aware of my strengths. Um, But now that I know that I'm detail-oriented, I'm sure if I take another assessment or retake that assessment, it will show that I'm Mm detail-oriented. So Mm -hmm. just keep that in mind. But definitely, yeah, personality tests, I love them. And take as many as you can. They're they're very fun (laughs) to do, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think it can also help, like, shape your goals, too. So, like... I know um, I have added in one of my goals for um, the upcoming year. Um, like I put in one of my weaknesses to work on and there were mm-hmm. like certain training programs and um, like different day-to-day stuff that I could do to work on it. So I think that helps in, in multiple different ways. So, yeah, no, yeah. I love that. And sorry, last thing, cause I know I, yeah, I, go I, ahead. I have to add to everything <laughs> you say. I, I'm so, we have so much to say, but um one of my weaknesses is just like being assertive, I guess. Like I de- I let people walk on all over me because I'm just like want to be that nice person, you know, like I'm not like a passive aggressive person. Like I'm just, you know, I, I um, toe the edge, I guess, you know. Um, and so I, you know, that literally like I took an assessment and it like told me that like he confirmed things. And so I talked to Amanda about it and was like, I need to be better, you know, about this. And I like you should feel comfortable with your manager to go to them for advice, you know? Mm-hmm. So like when I'm dealing, mm-hmm. like I work with a lot of like the leadership team, you know, and that can be a little intimidating sometimes. And I'm also kind of like a emotional person. Like if someone's blunt, I'm like, they hate me, you know, <laughs> um, which is true. You just, you just have to understand their personality, uh-huh. you know, but also, you know, with being assertive, I was like, does this email look good? Like, is that mm-hmm. like a good, you know, being assertive, but also like nice. So, um, I guess overall what I'm trying to say is these personality tests are super important. Your self-awareness is super important. And then it's good that you know this, but you also need to communicate it to other people. Like don't Mm -hmm. keep that to yourself. Tell your manager, Mm -hmm. tell your team, 
have that that combo um yep that's that's all I'll say about it (laughs) no 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 that's great and um I know it was only 12. I'm sure we could have 50 more. Yes. Because, <laughs> like, even in the little time that we've been in a career, like, I always wish I had, like, some of these steps before going into a career because I'm always like, oh, I wonder how it is. But, mm-hmm. um, no, I think that um, what we have is super important. And, um, again, like Cindy said, um, we had kind of gone away from – uh, the LinkedIn page that we had for HR session. So now we'll just mm-hmm. be posting on our personal page um, bi-weekly. So um, again, if um, you know, if you're interested in being a guest, we're always looking for guests. Yes. Message <laughs> um, us. Seriously. Anyone. I don't even care if you're like <laughs> not even HR professional. Uh-huh. I don't care if you're a horrible public speaker, like we're nice mm-hmm. people. It'll be fun. I promise. So mm-hmm. um, exactly. Let us exactly. be your podcast debut. Uh, it's very, <laughs> it's very fun from our one podcast we've been on. Mm-hmm. It is very, it's very fun to talk. So exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, no, um, Cindy, thank you again. Um, yes. I'm glad that we can, uh, kick off season three and, Woo. um, that's all for today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>